Okay, let's do this. Hello, welcome, and for Chris's sake, my name is Chris Anthony Lopez, and this is episode 45 of the pod. Thank you so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it. Make sure you go ahead and like the podcast, follow it, subscribe to it, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It all makes the show better. So thank you so much for all the love, and we're going to keep this train going. We're going to keep this party rocking because we're doing a movie review today, something I don't normally do on the pod that's actually like a legitimate review and not just me rambling with a guest for three hours about a movie. (laughs) But we're doing a review because I saw a couple cool movies over the weekend and I wanted to talk to you guys about them and give my thoughts. And they're both on Netflix. This one that you're listening to right now is on Red Notice. The other one that was also uploaded today is The Harder They Fall. So make sure you go check that out if you are interested or just want my thoughts on The Harder They Fall. But We're doing Red Notice right here, right now. So before we get to the actual movie, let's give some background, right? Red Notice, Netflix original. It's directed and written by Rawson Marshall Thurber. You might be familiar with his work due to some flicks that he's already done with The Rock. Or he's also directed, you know, Dodgeball, A True Underdog Story, and We're the Millers. So he's a frequent comedic and rock collaborator. He's also done Central Intelligence and Skyscraper, a movie I thought got way too much shit when it came out. Skyscraper is so much fun. If you haven't seen it, I I say go check it out. Skyscraper is like Die Hard, but with The Rock. And it's pretty damn cool, if I say so myself. But this is the third time him and The Rock have worked together. And this time they brought along Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. So that's pretty damn awesome. The movie is about this FBI agent who teams up with this art thief and it's Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds just playing off each other the whole time and they're trying to catch an even more notorious art thief and that is Gal Gadot's character. So it's it's pretty to the point. Like it's not too crazy in regards to the premise but how they go about it is the interesting part and I'll get to that after I ask. How was Red Notice? Well, let me tell you, this movie was rad. This movie was pretty damn rad. Like, I was pleasantly surprised by how much I liked this movie. Solely because it seems like it's too good to be true on paper. Yeah, you get Dwayne Johnson, you get Ryan Reynolds, you get Gal Gadot. And Rawson Marshall Thurber, as I mentioned, I like his work. I love Dodgeball, Where the Millers is hilarious, Central Intelligence I dug. And Skyscraper I dug as well. So, yo, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, check this out. Action comedy, that's right up my alley. So, what, what are we in store for with this? Well, it's a lot of action. It's these actors really playing off of one another. The chemistry of the three leads is by far the best thing about this movie. Ryan Reynolds... Dwayne Johnson, Gal Gadot, they're all playing off of one another, and it's so fun to watch. You can just tell they had a good time making this movie, solely because of the little quips, the one-liners, the little interactions they have throughout the flick. It's good. And, yo, for the two-plus-hour two runtime that this movie was, I didn't really mind it. It didn't feel like it was too long. It's 
big, it's loud, it's expensive. I think this may be, if not the most, one of the most expensive movies that Netflix has made. And you can tell by looking at the set pieces, looking at the action, and probably the salaries of these actors. But it's so... It's, it's pretty well done, if I say so myself. Now, is it the best movie I've ever seen? No. Geez, is it the best movie I've seen out of the three main actors? No. But, yo, for what we got, I'm happy with this. I'm very, very happy with this. Yeah, sometimes it can come off as a little bit corny, especially with some of the dialogue. And it's also telling when Dwayne Johnson is kind of, like, left behind by his other co-stars. Not saying that he's bad in this movie. It's just that he's almost overshadowed by Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds. Like, they're great in the movie, but they're almost like, their auras were bigger than the Rock straight man character, who's also like a similar character the Rock has played before in other movies. This isn't too far off. I got a little bit of Hobbs in this, you know, his character from Central Intelligence, I got a little bit of that. Not in regards to his personality, but in regards to his physique. The Rock's a big dude, so you're gonna utilize that to the best of your ability. And they do. They do some pretty crazy shit in this movie, and it's pretty damn rad. There's a big action sequence that takes place at a prison, and it's pretty fun. And that whole that whole sequence is probably one of my favorites of the whole movie. Also, the script itself, yeah, the dialogue can be a little bit corny, but yo, this kept me on my toes. It's a movie about thieves and everything, so it's gonna throw some throw some stuff at you that you may not necessarily expect. And that also was like, yo, what the hell? What movie am I, am I watching? I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> it's, it's cool. And I'm not a big fan of the Netflix original movies. I don't go out of my way to watch these. And that's why when I watched Red Notice, I'm like, yo, man, I want to talk about this. I want to at least give my two cents on it. I haven't seen Extraction, the Chris Hemsworth movie that the Russo brothers did. I haven't seen that, so I have no idea what that is, but I've heard nothing but good things about at least the action and Hemsworth in it. And I don't go out of my way to watch Netflix movies. I just don't. It's weird because it's convenience, because it's Netflix, but I don't know. Something about them this whole time has made me not go and immediately turn on a movie. But maybe the hype behind Red Notice, the actors involved, and I found out who the director was and how he's worked with The Rock before. Hey, I've, I've, I had to check it out for myself. And I'm a big fan of all three of these people. I love Dwayne, I love Ryan, I love Gal. I love their work. And this didn't disappoint. It's a fun popcorn watch. Turn your brain off. Don't think too hard about it. Just go into it and enjoy it. It's a good time. Don't get me wrong. It's a good time. Like, when I say turn your brain off, I'm not saying like, oh, it's dumb, so you have to turn your brain off to watch it. No, just don't think too hard about it. And let the movie just pan out and play out, and you'll see some pleasant surprises throughout the whole thing. It got me. It got me towards the end of the film. Like, oh, wow. That was cool. And I'll get into that in the spoiler portion of this review, but I am... I would recommend this. I would. I would definitely recommend this, especially to folks who love these actors, 
who love a good comedy, a good action comedy. It's good. And I know the reviews haven't been so kind to it. It has like a 30-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. How and why? What What's the point of that? Seriously. I have such a gripe with reviews, especially after the whole Eternals review bombing thing and how somehow, some way, it's the first certified rotten Marvel movie, at least out of the MCU. That's a whole different podcast for a whole different day. But Red Notice... I think critics are too harsh on it. I really do. Granted, I'm way more of an optimist and my expectations for this were pretty low. But I was pleasantly surprised by how this movie turned out. And I want to see more. This isn't really a spoiler, but they set up to do more with what the events of the movie established. And I would like to see that. If they announced more movies to this or a spinoff to this, I'd be cool. I'd be happy with it. And I would definitely check it out. Because I liked Red Notice, and I think folks who are a fan of these actors or this vibe will be a fan of it too. But I will be doing spoilers in a little bit. I'll be talking about exactly what was going on, the the big pieces of the film I definitely want to touch on in more detail. But before I do that, if you have seen the movie, great. Stick around. We'll be doing the spoilers in a second. But if you have not seen this movie... I mean, go check it out. I recommend it. Go get a Netflix password if you don't have one. DM me. Maybe I'll give you mine. I probably won't. But still, wouldn't hurt to holla at me. What do you think of Red Notice? Make sure you holla at me. Let me know on social media. My social medias are in the description of this podcast. So let me know what you think of Red Notice. But before we get to the spoiler portion of this podcast, I do have a little bit of a message that was sent to me by our friend Jed Bryan, a friend of the podcast. We talked to him a long time ago. I got to get Jed back on the pod. But he has the director's cut of his movie, Unlisted Owner. And here's a little bit of a trailer before spoilers. So we'll be right back after this. Red Notice. Spoilers. Prepare to be terrified. Lawford County Productions presents the Unlisted Owner Director's Cut. Featuring nine minutes of never-before-seen footage. Out now via Amazon Streaming and coming soon to Blu-ray and DVD. You've been warned. All right, and we're back talking about spoilers for Red Notice. Again, last time I will mention this. This is the spoiler portion of the pod. We will be talking full spoilers from this point forward. If you haven't seen the movie, but you don't care about being spoiled, great. Thanks for checking us out. If you have not seen the movie and do care, this is your last chance. Because we're doing spoilers in three, two, one. Wow, the ending. Did you see that coming? Because I definitely did not. (laughs) If I'm being honest, the ending of this movie boggled my mind because this wasn't where I thought the movie was going to go. And... Seeing the turn that the um, Rock character, I believe his name was Hartley, John Hartley, that he did on the Ryan Reynolds uh, art thief character that I cannot remember off the top of my head. Um, I am, I'm still like thinking about it. Oh, Nolan Booth. That's a good name. Nolan Booth. So when Hartley turned on Booth, I was like, what the hell? That's cool. I wasn't expecting that. I had an audible reaction to that. And me, I I like to think ahead on movies like this and predict or try to guess and almost spoil the movie for myself while I'm watching it. But 
this caught me off guard and I'm glad I didn't know this prior. If you somehow got this spoiled for you ahead of time, I'm sorry. Because I think that would cut the ending of this movie off at the legs. But this was rad and I liked the explanation of how this whole thing happened with the bishop. And how John Hartley was sus from the beginning. And how the suspicions of the CIA were correct. Or the FBI, excuse me, were correct. That was awesome. That was very, very well done. And that was something I wasn't expecting from a movie like this. It seemed pretty straightforward. FBI guy teams up with the villain or a villain to take down an even bigger villain. Boom. Sign seal delivered. Wrap up. Roll credits. But no, they do the little tease like with 20 minutes left in the movie or something like that. And I am still thinking to myself like should they have ended the movie there should they have really explained it but that's how you get the sequel set up right and that's how you get the whole sequel idea which was also pretty rad now that i think that was a little too easy yes yes i do it seemed that they kind of just wrote an ending for nolan booth at the end just so you can give him an ending and bring him back for a sequel if they were to do one but i'm glad they did it I'm very, very glad they did it. This movie was so much fun. And keeping us on our toes, having the turn, having the bishop uh, d team up with the guy that was hosting the party that they were trying to get the eggs from, that was cool. I like that. The whole egg premise, that was rad. I was pretty, you know... I didn't... It, I, thought it was, I thought this was a typical action movie. <laughs> or action comedy. Where there was a... There's the hero, there's the task, take down the bad guy, roll credits. But there were a couple different turns. There were points where I'm like, what the hell are they going to do? Did something seem a little too easy? Sure. But again, don't think too hard on movies like these. You're not watching damn Schindler's List. This isn't too complicated. And it shouldn't be too complicated. Especially when we're doing these crazy ass stunts destroying art museums or breaking out of Russian prisons. Like, come on. Like, let's pump the brakes and just enjoy what we get. And this was pretty rad to watch. The, I mentioned the prison sequence. Everything in the Siberian prison was awesome to me. I thought it was funny. You immediately knew that Hartley was going to be in the cell with Booth the second he got there. And they were playing off of each other. Ryan Reynolds being funny all these things they break out of the prison and of course it's super like well executed <laughs> even though it kind of like messes up at a point but still well executed it's cool now how they got all these resources how they do all these little things again turn your brain off it's not that big of a deal but it was fun the action sequence between the three leads at the party was awesome I like the exchanges, the chemistry. Again, I talked about the chemistry of this of this cast. They all played so well off one another. It was almost as if they were all trying to match Ryan Reynolds' comedic chops. Because Ryan is by far the funniest of the three. I, I don't think that's, that's a hot take or an unpopular opinion. Ryan Reynolds is a pretty funny comedian or pretty funny comic actor. He has great comedic timing. I feel like... He made a career off of that, doing the same shtick over and over and over again. And it somehow, someway hasn't gotten old, which I still cannot believe. But it works here. Again, 
playing off of the rock, which is something he hasn't necessarily done before. And, I mean, he has, but in a way smaller role. Spoilers for Hobbs and Shaw. Ryan Reynolds is in that for a second. But then you you get the Gal Gadot of it all. And Gal Gadot, she's been in comedies before, but she wasn't super... She wasn't out here throwing out the, the funnies, the chuckles, you know? But I thought she was, in, she was interesting in this. I thought she was good. People out here giving Gal Gadot shit, I still don't believe it. You don't like her as Wonder Woman, fine. But I don't think... Even I don't like Wonder Woman 84, but Gal Gadot is not the bad part of that. I don't complain about Gal in that. Has she done too much outside of that? Not that I've seen. But I enjoy her in what I see her in. And I enjoyed her in this. I thought she played super well with the character that she was given. And they wrote her pretty funny. She had that great scene with the, the guy at the bank, I believe it was. And he's like, I'm not a therapist. And she's like, oh, I thought you were like, easy to talk to. Like, that was good. That got me to, like, smirk. That was, that, was a good, that was a good little piece of her talking about her dad. Oh, by the way, everyone in this movie had daddy issues. <laughs> That's something that I laughed at and I probably shouldn't have. Every character in this movie, at some point or another, had a monologue of sorts about their father. And how their father was good and or bad to them. And I thought that was a really weird through line that the three leads had besides being criminals oh we're all criminals because of our dads like and like okay sure i guess we have to go that way but i i didn't really think too hard on it besides when gal gadot's character i think she was the last one to mention it i'm like what the hell is going on why does everyone have daddy issues <laughs> but i digress again i want to go back to the twist because the twist had me all kinds of messed up it was so dope how they did it. And then the movie kept going. I think I pressed I pressed um, stop or I pressed pause on my Xbox and I was watching it. And I saw the movie had like 15 minutes left. I'm like, how? What, what are you going to do with 15 minutes? And then Ed Sheeran pops up. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, no. No. I, I get it thinking out loud. Wedding song. And then he's like, oh, like I'm Ed Sheeran, bitch. They really thought that was funny. <laughs> like, I wasn't laughing with the joke. I was definitely laughing at Ed Sheeran. Why did it have to be him? Why did he have to be in it? Just play the damn song in the movie. Now, yeah, it's fun seeing the, the Game of Thrones guy who also, he mentioned, he's like, I was in Game of Thrones. Yeah, and apparently nobody liked it because no one wants to remember it. But they do anyway because it was so damn weird. But again, not talking about Game of Thrones, talking about Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, what the hell were you doing at a wedding in Egypt? Like, I get it. It was like the, it was like this billionaire's daughter's wedding and she didn't even give a shit about the eggs. That was another thing. This movie made such a big deal about these three Egyptian eggs that were owned by Cleopatra. And at the end of the film, when all three are together and they're presented as the gift as Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot, their characters give them to the billionaire guy, gives them to his daughter, and Ed Sheeran starts playing and she's like, oh my god, Ed Sheeran, what? What? She doesn't even give a shit about the eggs. 
That was the whole point of the movie. Like that was the whole that was the plot right there. And you bury it for a joke about Ed Sheeran that wasn't funny. Okay, you know what? I lied. That's the one part about the movie I don't like. <laughs> the end. I'm not a big fan of that. Just not even just the end. Not even the end. That. Just that one bit. Seeing Ryan Reynolds pop up at the end was cool. Explaining how he got away with being this criminal, how he got out again, and how I'm like, we have an even bigger job. Okay, this seems like Fast and the Furious, but not. I got real hardcore Fast and the Furious vibes. I got real hardcore Fast and the Furious vibes, not because of cars and shit like that, because of. Like, it's more so the, we're gonna do these big heists. Like the back half of Fast and Furious. Not the first half, the back half. Like, Fast Five and on. You know what I mean? That. And speaking of cars, there's a great gag in the beginning of the movie where Dwayne Johnson goes to steal, like, a Ferrari or something to go chase down Ryan Reynolds. And he plays this song. I forget what song it is. It's like ACDC or something. And it starts playing... He drives and he gets immediately T-boned. That was hilarious. That was funny. I like that. Little things like that made me laugh. But Ed Sheeran definitely did not. Was not a fan of that. Besides the little Ed Sheeran bit, again, this movie was fun. I, I would go as far as saying it was good. For what it was, it was good. We can't act like solely because there are a couple bad jokes or it's cliched. Not all cliches are bad. Let's not act like cliches are a bad thing. Especially when it's the same, the same, we've seen movies like this before. Let's not let's not pretend like we haven't, right? I'm not gonna act like it. Especially with Dwayne. Dwayne's played characters like this before. Ryan Reynolds has been doing the same shtick for 20 years. Gal Gadot, you know, this is probably the furthest either one of the leads has gone away from what they've established or been established for. But. It's fun, nonetheless. It's a good movie to pop on when you're laying on your couch or on your bed with your all your junk food, watching something. Red Notice is a good time. And apparently I'm not the only one that thinks that because so many people watch this movie. It was like the highest to watch the movie in a day that Netflix has ever had. I mean, yeah, that's what happens when you get Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot to do a movie like this. And it's an action comedy... And the trailers were good. The movie was good. I would go as far as saying the movie was good. Was it like Jurassic Park good? No. But I enjoyed myself nonetheless. But enough about me. What do you think of Red Notice? Let me let me know what you think of Red Notice. Holla at me on the socials. My social medias are in the description of the pod. Let me know what you think and go check out my review of The Harder They Fall, another Netflix original. I watched a lot of Netflix this past weekend. And spoiler alert, I kind of like them both. So, for Dwayne Johnson, for Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, and shout out to Jed Bryan. Make sure you go stream his movie on Amazon Prime. My name is Chris Anthony Lopez. And for Chris's sake, be good people. Follow me on the socials, subscribe to the pod. I'll see you guys next time. Have a good one.